Hello and welcome to our series titled Education in a Church. Uh, we have been uh, having some reflections on the role of education and ministry uh, and how they combine together to reach out Christ's ultimate dream of multiplying Jesus-like disciples. We mentioned that this big series is composed of three little series, and so far we've been just looking at the biblical undergirding of education and development and equipping in the church. In this particular series, we said that we are looking at the priority of equipping and education in the church, uh, the purpose, the biblical purpose for education in the church, and then we're going to look at the process of that. So far, we have several little reflections on the purpose of education and equipping in the church, and we'll reach this wonderful quote that I've mentioned a couple of times so far, is that leaders in their equipping and the church in its growing must strive for nothing less than full Christ-likeness. This is really the interpretation of what it means to be built up for the building up of the body towards maturity, full maturity. We have the opportunity to live out the life of Jesus on earth because of the Holy Spirit that has been deposited in us. So we are already like Jesus, but we go through the process of maturing to manifest that life of Jesus more consistently. At times we're up, at times we're down, but the reality is we're on the trajectory and the good news is this, our end is guaranteed. We're going to be transformed into His likeness upon His return. He, Paul mentioned, the three dimensions that he talks about about until we uh, you know that maturity until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ and the one that we want to focus on today out of those things is that reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God we want to look at the correct knowing that is significant dimension of our personhood our personhood is how we see ourselves and how we are developing. It's how we, uh, you know, implementing the lifestyle of that new person that I see in the mirror of Christ. And then we want to make sure that we also, uh, the, the third dimension, what they call the educational trinity, that the third dimension is our knowledge, our correct beliefs. You see here, reaching unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, it speaks of two aspects of this knowledge. The first aspect is, he says here, the faith. The faith it speaks of a, of a settled doctrine. It's propositional understanding of orthodox doctrines, biblical doctrines, correct doctrines, the apostles' doctrines, whatever you want to name it. But the second aspect is knowledge of the Son of God. And that's a beautiful um, uh, you, you know, phrase that speaks of experiential knowledge. So Paul wants us to have correct propositional knowledge. So uh, having the right doctrine is critical for the maintaining of our personhood. It's based on correct beliefs. And then we have an experiential knowledge of Christ uh, that, that really makes our personhood uh, 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 like in, 
integrated with the divine nature because how could you be ever that type of person that reflects God in the world without your union, union with Christ? It's impossible. It, we only that type of people, the being, and uh, people who are able to do the stuff that Paul mentioned to the church in Ephesus only because of our union with Christ. And knowledge often in the scripture speaks of that union, that intimacy between a, a husband and a wife. It's about being intimately connected. And without that experiential connection with Christ, we couldn't uh, you know, be transformed into his likeness. Look at uh, some of what the commentators uh, share about this particular verse. They say, Christ-like maturity is considered of correct doctrine since the unity of the faith refers to the unity in acknowledge, uh, acknowledging a particular body of doctrine. Uh, as you will notice in just a second, Paul and Timothy at the time were dealing with false teachers in the church of Ephesus. But knowing God in a way that only He can make possible through the work of the Spirit is like a mystery. That's the knowledge of the Son of God. That's the experiential knowledge. It's a revelation of the mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's the union that we get only to know because God chooses to reveal it to us. And both are critical. We need the knowledge, propositional knowledge of the correct orthodox doctrine. And we need the experiential knowledge, that revelation of the mystery of the reality that Christ in me. Here we see that unity of all its parts in a common set of doctrines and in a common experience of knowing Christ on whom those doctrines are focused. That's what really what he says when we reach the unity of the faith. It involves both set of doctrines and common experiences of union with Christ. Look at what Paul says in Ephesians 4 about this concept of knowing. He says, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth, by the waves. And the first thing you need to know, he uses the idea of sea storm as a metaphor of the various false doctrines that were being promoted in the church uh, in Ephesus. He's saying, be careful, otherwise you'll be blown here and there by every wind of teaching. So he's saying those particular uh, people who are immature or infant in the faith, um, who are uh, susceptible to, to, to the game playing and the falsehood of the false teachers, uh, they, they're going to be blown away uh, by, by the storm and by the cunning and craftiness of people in deceit in their de deceitful scheme. In the deceitful scheming. And the idea of deceitful scheming uh, references a system of error that is uh, undoubtedly here as a result of the intervention of the evil one. Whilst the false teachers may be the external microphone of this uh, falsehood, beneath all of that, the enemy is doing something. And this is a biblical uh, you know, principle in every way. There is an external appearance of things, but then the enemy is playing in the background, trying to uh, defeat the work of God of building up uh, the body of Christ. But Paul 
Paul says, instead of this falsehood, you guys speak the truth in love. And as you do that, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Notice the connection to our growth with the correct amount of, um, of orthodox doctrines that, that, that are being shared. So Paul is saying in a very simple way, without this speaking the truth in love or truthing in love, without this concept of, of having um, a biblically grounded apostolic, uh, faith that is based on a on appropriate set of doctrines, uh, not falsehood like what the false teachers were doing. Without that, is saying you we wouldn't see the growth towards a mature body. So that's the third dimension of 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 our personhood. That's what we're constructing. So when we think about the idea of becoming more like Jesus, what we're we talking about, we're talking about us desiring and seeing ourselves as little. Jesus says, who want to collaborate with the Spirit for that being to be fully manifested in us. That's the first aspect. The second aspect is that we collaborate with the Holy Spirit to uh, uh, consistently manifest the qualities of our new self. That's the doing component. But we also keep growing and keep constructing our understanding of the, the correct doctrine and our, our revelation or understanding of the knowledge of the Son of God, our union with the Son of God. And those three components is the new self that has been recreated uh, uh, according to the image of God. And that is exactly the role of the church. So often we ignore the primary purpose of the church. So, so often we focus on the knowing or focusing on telling people what to do, the doing or the activities in the Christian environment. And we forget that all those things are combined to develop a whole person. It's the construction of a personhood. It's a construction of a certain type of person in the world. And that person is Christ-like person. That is the ultimate dream of discipleship, of development, of education, and of equipping. So how do we do that? Well, that's the process uh, of equipping, development, and education in the church. And that will be the subject of the next few reflection by God's grace. Until then, be utterly blessed.